When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Let's start the show. Oh my God, mm. look, I'm still sitting here. <laughs> I'm affected. Wow, wow, wow. Stay with me, New York. I always wanted to say that like I'm a DJ. <laughs> but welcome to the Friends on uh, Karaoke Lounge, okay? This week on the ones and twos and the threes, and the three means throat this week. That okay. was Tamar the Throat Braxton, okay? Uh, <laughs> who was actually chilling out at Nene Leak's Lanethia Lounge down in uh, Georgia. I think it's up, where is it? Up in Duluth, Asante? I don't I believe, it's, I believe the, the lounge, lounge is. is in Duluth. It's in Duluth. But um, Tamar Braxton was in there spending some time chilling on karaoke night, literally on karaoke night, and she was singing We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. What was most noteworthy is that, oh, okay, it is in Duluth, right? Shout correct. out to our you were uh, friends on produ- production team. <laughs> it's really us. It's us. It's but like anyway, real fast. Uh, what was most notable about that though, Homegirl was singing that song that good through a goddamn surge. She had a mask on. I was gonna say she had a mask over her mouth, and it was a six-piece hot wing and a margarita <laughs> in front of her. So Tamar was really chilling and drinking karaoke. Mike never took the mic off, took the mask off her face, and broke it on down to the goddamn. She scrubbed the ground with them vocals. You hear me? Amazing. So shout out to Tamar because you can say a lot of things about Tamar and and all the things that you can't say about Tamar, but what you can't say is that that voice ain't no joke, okay? Because Tamar Braxton can sing her ass off. I mean, damn. I hope she never stops because she's a great personality, great talent. You know, that's, that we might need to have a Tamar show. Okay, and just have a I deep dive. The Tamar, break, the Tamar Braxton breakdown. We're going to have that show because she just has a lot to offer to entertainment. And I don't think that she is being understood properly. You should so bring her on. Yeah, I'm, we're going to bring her on. Tell you, Tamar! <laughs> <laughs> 
Get over here. A deep dive. Yeah, so you, Dustin Rhymes. You know Wanda and Andre are getting it on. <laughs> if you know Tamar Braxton, send her a text and be like, hey, girl. Don't you want to bust around right now? The <laughs> Friend Zone podcast is interested in interviewing you because we want to talk to Tamar about the things that we need to talk to Tamar about. So pinning that. But uh, right now we in the club, okay? And we are riding slow. Uh, and um, that was Tamar Braxton singing We Belong Together in this week's Friend Zone Karaoke Lounge, which brings me to the most important thing that I have to say to you all, which is welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look in all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene because who in the hell belongs together <laughs> and wants a musty brain? I know I don't. Uh Hey, Fran and Sante, how you doing? Hi, guys. How are you? List. First, List. Let, let me say one thing. Asante, your <laughs> wallpaper in your living room, <laughs> first things first, stunning. Absolutely stunning. I haven't stunning. seen it. I'm a fan Thank of you. wallpaper. I think people think of, like, old grandma house wallpaper and they don't <laughs> like it, but your shit looks so fly. Great decision. Just had to put that you know out there. It's a look. Quick Look at exclusive. that. Oh, yes. It looks Asante. like the hotel. Ain't that fucking yes, great? Asante. Now, you know, friend, I feel like you would be able to appreciate this, but the leaves, <laughs> they were actually inspired by Love Island. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it just looked so cute where it was like all beachy and it had them neon lights on there. I was like, you know what? I this is something. But instead it. of getting the neon, I found like the leaves with the gold on it. I was like, all right, so it's like my my spin on the Love Island. And speaking of Love Island, real quick, shout out to Cash and Cinco. They were just on live last night being cute together. I Aww, still be, I still watch all of them. I be watching Shannon on TikTok with her, man. I be like, okay, y'all still going strong. But yes, the wallpaper is up. It is something that I have been stressing about since I moved in. It's something I've been wanting to do. I've had so it, but good. I didn't want to mess it up. So somebody, shout out to the brother that came and did this project for me. We was up in here jamming to Drake. Like, he was singing through his <laughs> headphones, and I was like, you know, when you, we, when I love black people, when we can, like, come together and just enjoy what has to happen. So I felt like if I could make his job easier and he enjoyed it, he would go by a lot quicker, which he did, because he was too busy, like, shaking his ass and singing uh-uh. the words. And, and he <laughs> was like... He was doing it. But uh, listening to a certified lover boy, got my wallpaper up, and now I am a certified lover boy. So the weekend is amazing. It was great. I'm great. Fran, you look great. I'm so happy to see you on the West Coast, even though it means I can't just pull up on you whenever I want. But what happened after all of that good time y'all had? Somebody going to look like they on the cover. He had another. look like they on the cover of certified lover boy. He had another project to get to. Uh, He was a task rabbit, and the rabbit went on to his next task. A rabbit, huh? Task Rabbit. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Task it was great. I actually I like the Task Rabbit service. Mm-hmm. So yes, it was great. You like the service. <laughs> I, I love the service. Yes, the service. <laughs> I saw someone ask Asante on Twitter if it had a happy ending included. He was like, no, <laughs> please. Well, hey, you know what? I had the mistake. I tweeted on Twitter. I was like, 10 out of 10, we'll fuck with him again. And everybody missed the uh, the width part. And it was like, it was like, oh. oh. And I was like, that wasn't the service offered. But if it was, I would accept twice or three times. I don't know. So, yes. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you get consent and then, you know, you have a good adult time. That's what it is. I, I love that. <laughs> it was great. Fran, please take the wheel. How are you? I'm good. I'm so tired and I can't wait to be in my home, but I'm almost there. You see, I'm I'm hotel bouncing every week. It's a different hotel. <laughs> but 
Almost there, almost there. I but like that hotel, though. They have beautiful flowers in the background. You see? I got flowers. I love that hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump into... Oh, actually, no. Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, how your weekend? <laughs> uh, wasn't as good as yours, apparently. But no, I had, a, uh, I had an amazing weekend. Didn't get no flowers, but I did... <laughs> Uh, have a a good time this weekend. Spent a lot of yes. time with loved ones, friends. Yeah, worked a lot. You know, it was just one of those things. So it was happy all birthday, Mandy! And so it was Mandy. Happy yes, birthday, Mandy! Mandy yes. Happy B. Happy thirty first. We love you so much. I know she had yes, fun, do. so I don't even have to ask about that. <laughs> we were so together. Let's jump. We had a good time. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I saw y'all together. I was like, oh, I already know how this is about to go down for her birthday. <laughs> this week's Black Business of the Week is brought to you by Target. Target is partnering with HBCUs to support the next generation of Black talent. One of the ways Target is teaming up with HBCUs is through Target's HBCU Design Challenge, where HBCU students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. Winners also receive a cash prize, equipment, mentoring, and networking opportunities. This year's winners are from FAMU, Bowie State, and Hampton. Check back during Black History Month to see the latest winners' designs that will be featured in Target's 2022 Black History Month collection. Celebrate your legacy. Invest in the future. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure. Visit target.com forward slash black beyond measure to learn more. More, more. But let's more, jump into this week's black business. It's another good, good, good friend of ours, Latoya D. Newton. Yes. Yes. Who is also the host and producer of an incredible mental health based podcast called mm-hmm. The Analog Girl. Look, Asante already has it up on the screen. Mm-hmm. She just dropped a book, you guys. Her first book is called Lose the Thoughts, Keep the Mind, How to Stop Overthinking, Overthinking. Love the title. She is a good friend of ours. She's also Kia's best friend, which is how we reeled yes. her in and made her love all Two of us, too. in a pod. <laughs> right. She's <laughs> also one of the funniest people on the face of this earth. Um, yes, 100,000%. Oh, my God. We have to have her on the show because we had so much Honestly, fun on the Target live yes. stream. We should actually do that soon, especially since her book dropped. That would be really good PR for her. Um, but speaking of PR, PRnewswire.com has an entire article for those of Go you ahead, watching. Toya. I know. I was like, look at you. You grown. Toya. And it says anxiety caused by overthinking is the root of most mental health issues. But there are simple proven techniques found in lose the thoughts, keep the mind, how to stop overthinking, overthinking that anyone can easily use to conquer these issues, according to author Latoya D. Newton. Newton isn't a doctor or therapist, but someone who struggled with depersonalization, a symptom of anxiety caused by cause, excuse me, English friend, caused by overthinking, intrusive thoughts, and panic attacks. She says, while I was searching for the tools to help me, I started the Analog Girl podcast in 2018 to share the tips that helped me with my listeners. Now the tips I talk about during my podcast are available in my new book so definitely check yes. it out and support her like she said she's not a therapist but she's someone who has 
been through a shit ton of anxiety like most of us have, but she has figured out the different modalities and systems she can put into place to help her get through it. And she wanted to share that with the community. So once again, Latoya D. Newton, lose the thoughts, keep the mind, how to stop overthinking, overthinking. And you can grab that on Amazon. Shout out to you, Latoya. Get the book, y'all. We're so yeah, proud of support you. support Latoya now. Congratulations, <laughs> Latoya. Author, okay? Author. Author. That's so crazy. So let's jump Animal into this week's recap. Her ruched neck. Thank you, Dustin Ross. <laughs> You're welcome. I just want to say it had been a long time since I really cut somebody out on the show because I've been trying to do better about that. <laughs> I right. want to be more palatable for our listeners. Mm. But she deserved it, and it was fun. So I don't have any regrets. Thank you so much. (laughs) Not thank you. So it was a shoot this shit episode. There were no hot buttons. There was no hot button, no segments. Just whatever wanted to come up, and that's what wanted to come up for Dustin Ross. Those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? (laughs) I'm uh, in the the Patreon streets, some pearly gates, friend. Hey, gated community. I actually have a couple of people I want to shout out because, like, y'all should be having me over there rolling every time. (laughs) Uh, Real quickly, Marquita Brown, she says, my house is surrounded by older black people. They all introduce themselves and we all speak, but they mind their business and I mind mine. (laughs) LOL, the Jamaican couple across the street always bringing us scotch bonnet peppers. I love it. I love that you have this neighborhood where everybody just kind of know what's up, where it's like we we speak to be polite. We might link up if we need to. It's all very organic. It ain't no you rolled up. They said you had to be in something and now you was forcing to nothing. That was bomb. <clears throat> now on to Alicia. Alicia's comment says, now Dustin got me feeling like the bitch in front on Walmart. I grew up in the era of not parking in front of the neighbor's houses to save a spot for them and their guests. And not parking in the driveway of any house that I visit to save the spot for the homeowner. Or like my daddy used to say, if your car leaks, don't park that shit in my driveway. Damn, I need to reevaluate some things because I definitely have carried carried on that kind of thinking. Except for that leaky car. Don't park that shit in my driveway. I just thought that shit was funny because, come on now, y'all just got to have some sense when y'all dealing with other people's everything anyway. So, Alicia, Marquita, y'all, there were tons of comments, but y'all the ones I chose. Fred, what did you find out there in them screets? I also have to thank everyone because you guys sent me so much good advice. (laughs) I'm living in the suburbs, living in a neighborhood around white people, uh, whether or not to be friendly, boundaries. I mean, I got a lot of good tips and I appreciate it because as you can see, I'm here and it's time to put a lot (laughs) of those uh, new like big city to suburb transplant tips Time to execute them. So I appreciate you guys looking out. But Aaliyah Jones on Patreon said, My neighbors on my parents' block are too friendly. My mom had lived on the same block since she was a little kid, like two or three years old. And when my parents got married, they moved a block from my grandparents. So all the same neighbors. They're now nosy-ass old people, but they look out. And one grabs my packages <laughs> and keeps them till someone gets home so they don't get stolen. I couldn't figure out why Amazon was marking my packages handed to resident when no one was home. <laughs> and then one day I saw her meeting the driver to grab my package. That shit has to be illegal because she walked from her house two whole houses down to get my package (laughs) while she was home that's the funny part wow Woo! i can already see that i I was actually um 
I went to the house today because I had to get my Wi-Fi set up today. And as mm-hmm. I'm as I'm <laughs> coming out, I hear, hello, hello. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It starts and like, it begins. And it begins. And then I kind of froze. Like, the New York part of me was like, oh, shit. I wanted to run in. But then I was like, that would look so weird if I just ran in and closed the door. Yeah. And she was like, hi, are you the new neighbor? She had her baby in her hands. And she was like, it's so nice don't, to meet you. Don't let that baby deter you. <laughs> if she's full of shit, it don't matter if she's holding that baby or not. Don't fall for it, friend. The baby tried fact, to come to me. that should be a red me. flag. The baby was going like this to me, trying to come to me. I was like, you want to come with me? And he was like, yes. And she kind of yanked it. Like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> That's right. But she was cool, you know, she just wanted to introduce herself and told me that she lived next door with her two kids and her husband. She was like, is it only you? And I was like, uh-huh, there we go. <laughs> with the smiley face, but already kind of needing to scope the scene. So I peep game, you know, mm-hmm. I see what it is, but she definitely came. And then my neighbor from across the street came the first day when I was with my luggage and I heard the, hey, you're the one from Brooklyn, right? Oh, damn. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck? Oh, so this is going to be quite, quite the experience. I'm fascinated. <sighs> it's ch- it's different, a change. And I will definitely keep you Don't guys be- updated. That was probably, that was probably to my neighbor life. to see if we were hey, talking yeah. about him. <laughs> Hey, I, I looked up, I, I know this sounds a little bit bizarre, but I looked up the phone records of my new neighbor and such with a frequent uh, number in the text messages. Uh, can you tell me what, what you know about uh, uh, Francesca? Okay. Bitch, don't be calling my mom. Why did I go upstairs um, and put the blinds down in every room immediately? Like, oh, that was the period. first thing I did when I got in the house. I was like, I know they must period. be like, well, damn. Every blind is down. Every blind. As it's supposed Every to eye be. shut. Don't be looking at who's that peeking in. You know, listen. <laughs> you might need to adopt and adapt the uh, goody mob theory on the neighbors, right? Because if you listen to self-therapy by the goody mob, they said, who's that, oh that peeking in my window? Mm. Pow! <laughs> Nobody now, okay? So that, and now you can interpret the pow as you wish. <laughs> Figure it out and get, join the goody mob, friend. Because they, all them questions, all that inquisitiveness. Is it just okay, you? That they're, that they're I was like, what, girl? I, is it just you? Who is your baby daddy, girl? <laughs> oh, you coming over with this child, a suckling baby. Who the hell is the baby daddy? It just felt, it felt so forward, you know? Like, I would never go. First of all, maybe that's the New Yorker in me. I would never go to someone's house while they're coming in. Mm-mm. That's number one. Right. Pulling up behind them, and I would not ask them questions about who is living there. It's just so. Did you answer? No. Good, my girl. <laughs> I was about to say because you know you I can literally do a closed mouth smile and just stare. That's them in exactly the face when you ask what I did. Is it just you? And I was like, he is you so like, cute. You look like Paula and Olivia on uh, the White Lotus. Oh, with the <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I was able to use the baby to kind of just divert the conversation. I was like, look at him. He wants to mm-hmm. come to oh. me. And that's what I kept mm-hmm. using. Girl. You're smart. So smart, friend. I'm, you know. All right, I'm goddamn questions. Goddamn, girl. Is kids your husband's? Ten you seconds in. some questions. Are you yeah. a single mom? <laughs> right. Did you make up <laughs> with your sister yet? Because I thought they said you was the one that hadn't talked to your sister in about six months. I just started making shit up, friend. Whatever. Oh gosh, 
Shout out to me. But with that being said, (laughs) (laughs) Dustin, who'd you find on the Twitter streets? Man, this is about today. So a couple things. Number one, I want to give a shout out to uh, Six Foot Shorty, who (laughs) tweeted, uh, look at Dustin, friends on pod, episode my favorite things, January 18th, 2017. And she said, big business is on Disney Plus. So (laughs) you guys remember I was talking about that movie in 2017 on that episode about how much love I have for that film. It is on Disney Plus. So if you've ever wondered to uh, watch that movie or wondered what I was talking about and why I love that film so much with Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Check out Big Business. It's on Disney+. Plus. And thank you, Six Foot Shawty, okay, for letting me know. Now, I had oatmeal for breakfast, but I bet you already knew that, too. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Spell Center. Spells Center is the name of the Twitter account. Um, And they tweeted... Red alert, Karen Huger has unfollowed Jesse Nelson on Instagram. Rumors say it's due to Jesse <laughs> having a hot box. Now, that what? is a tweet that only for the people who follow the Real Housewives of Potomac, as well as all the things that are going on with Jesse Nelson and Nicki Minaj right now, because as you know, she released a song featuring Nicki Minaj. There's been a huge uproar um, yes. and backlash accusing her of black fishing. We also know that Nicki Minaj, the tie-in here is that Nicki Minaj actually did a little guest hosting stint segment on this year's Real Housewives of Potomac reunion, which has never I been saw done the before. And so, of course, the running joke is now that the, all the Real Housewives of Potomac have a loyalty and allegiance <laughs> to Nicki Minaj and all things Nicki. And earlier this season, Karen Huger, one of the big, huge talking points was her accusing Giselle, her castmate, of having a quote-unquote hot box and having to go to sing scenes. <laughs> and so those are just things that, that's why this tweet is just funny as hell. It, right. Obviously, it's satirical, but it's so funny. Okay, the next thing that I want to talk about, there's one more tweet. Where is it at? Wait, oh, did Nikki already right host here. it? Y'all saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't come on yet, but oh, okay, they filmed okay. it. It they doesn't air it, until, it. like, next month. Yeah. I know everyone's um, mad at Nikki, but she looks so pretty mm-hmm. with that hair. That's all I want to say. That orange hair, she did <laughs> look incredible I thought it was so nice. That. I was like, look how pretty. And I was very happy to see her. Because, uh, you know, it was it started out as a joke. She was joking on uh, Instagram saying, I'm hosting the reunion, child. Y'all send me the questions. Oh, shit, And Bravo, Andy Cohen responded like, I would gladly give up my fucking seat. Da, 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 and it just turned into an actual a real thing. thing. Wow. So it, it made me excited about her music and stuff again. And also, in other Nicki news, uh, I saw she went, she went live on Instagram yesterday, I guess. And she was saying that she thought she was shadow banned on all the social media platforms. And she going <laughs> to say, I feel like I'm shadow banned on all these platforms because of my comments about, you know, the <laughs> it's like like she wouldn't say the word but when she mouthed it and she panamined it to camera you could hear her jewelry clicking like it was just it was just so fucking funny only for the next day black china to have this meltdown motivated I by whatever you want to call it in yeah. the airport saying get the vaccine you stupid hoe that's what she said. So I'll just, in my head, the two video clips are just on rotation. My comments about the, they get the vaccine, you stupid hoe. It's just going on and repeating in my head. Also, shout world. out to uh, that. Also, uh, shout out to at hey, hey, Andre underscore art, 
who said, did Twitter adjust the color of the heart button or are my eyes just tired? And this tweet has gone on to get over 650,000 likes. God um, damn. So everyone agrees. When you push the like, when you push the heart button on Twitter, the hue has been adjusted. People have offered up comparative posts and all the other shit to prove it. So yes, How they changed the, the color. And it's a very slight that. change in the hue. <laughs> I'm telling you, you get used to. I remember Twitter changed their font a couple weeks ago. Remember, that I they changed see. the actual font. Yeah, and I was like, "Wait a goddamn minute, something's <laughs> different." You know what I'm saying? So, just something interesting for you guys to note. Also, want to give a huge shout out to my friend Antonio Brown, Councilman Antonio Brown in Atlanta, who just participated in the WSB TV mayor debate. He did a great job, so he's actually participating in the debates now. Hey. It's getting there, y'all. It's getting close, y'all. Mayoral season. <laughs> so shout out to you, Antonio. Good luck, Councilman Brown. And that's all. Like, oh, one last shout out <laughs> to my girl April Rain, Rain of April on Twitter, who heard the <laughs> shout out we gave her last week. Tweeted the show from last week and said, "I'm listening to the most recent episode of Friends on Pod. Appreciate the shout from Look at Dustin as he." discusses dot, 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 with vigor, dot, 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 <laughs> Ellen Pompeo and her rouge neck. I'm crying. <laughs> so if April likes it, I'm happy. It's just, you know, oh, so it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. So this week's episode is a Dustin Ross production. We have no idea uh-huh. what's happening. I know. That's how we feel. <laughs> so okay. Let us know what we're getting into this week. All right. So it's on me. Um, when the responsibility is left on me, I kind of feel it's, you know, it's the craziest thing. You know, I just kind of feel this uh, tinge and pull to kind of satisfy our audience, make it easier on y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just make us feel good. It's been a lot of conversations in the news this make week us feel good. Uh, that, that kind of made <laughs> us have personal um, crossroads to meet, you know, made us uh, have an opinion on certain things and have a stance or a view, a point of view on everything. And so I felt like what better time for us to do something you know, as a collective and something, you know, as a group that will make us all feel better, which I feel like it always makes people feel better, which is to get in other folks' business, okay? <laughs> and so this week, we're going to <laughs> explore a few stories from one of my favorite accounts to follow on Twitter. If you are on the Twitter app, please consider following this account. It is at A-I-T-A underscore online, and A-I-T-A is an acronym uh, that means am I the asshole, okay? On Reddit. And on this account, (laughs) yeah, it's it's from one of those Reddit, subreddits, or whatever the fuck, and this is just an account where people uh, <laughs> offer up personal stories where they may or may not be implicated as the asshole or the person who caused I the problem these. or who was unnecessarily so difficult, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's always something exciting on that account. So shout out to that account. Make sure you guys rush over to Twitter and follow that Twitter account. Again, it's A-I-T-A underscore online. And let's get into some of these stories that I feel like <laughs> would be the perfect escape for us all, right? <laughs> Now, this one I thought was uh, pretty interesting, um, and it kind of uh, crosses the lines of, of friendship and what's appropriate as far as like the way you even look at your friends and as you be uh, experience lifelong and long-term friendships and you guys start going along this track of life together and one person encounters certain milestones first, it just kind of dwells into those waters of how you feel about that and where it is appropriate to make note of uh, your friend's progress in comparison to your own. So let's get in their damn business, shall we? Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. 
but time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. So let's get in that damn business, shall we? This one is uh, titled, Am I the Asshole for Being Shocked That My Friend Will Get Married Before Me? It goes a little something like this. I have this friend, let's call her Jane. We're in our mid-30s now, but we were roommates since freshman year in college. She's one of my closest friends, and I know her super well. Now, to me, we can put a pin in it right there. Anytime somebody say super well or I know her super well, you're trying to qualify whatever you're going to tell us ahead of that, <laughs> and I already don't. You've already removed the trust. Don't be laying it on, you know, <laughs> prefacing shit for me. I know her super well. Just say, you already didn't say it. She's one of your closest friends. That's, that's what that means. You know your closest friends super well. I just, I felt distrustful from that point, but I still continue <laughs> to read. Okay. It goes back. So it says, she's one of my closest friends, and I know her super well. And I know that for all of her 20s, she had horrendous luck with her love life and was extremely insecure about it. She always wanted to get married and have kids and kept ending up with douchebags who would cheat on her or men who would straight up didn't, or men who straight up didn't like her, quote-unquote daddy issues, and crying about it. And I was always there for her through it and reassuring her that she would not die alone. But her damn. But her love life kind of became a punchline in our group of friends. And sometimes she'd go along with it, especially when she got into her 30s and was still single. She'd say things like, ha ha, yeah, guys, we all know I'm going to die alone all Jesus. the time. And I know she was torn up about it, but we were always reassuring her that it's not the case. And she was in therapy about it. Mm. Next paragraph. Anyways, about a year ago, she finally met an incredible man and they fell in love almost instantly. He proposed to her last week, and she's just completely over the moon. I have never seen her this happy. Mm. This weekend, we all went out to celebrate, and all our friends were saying how we're so happy for her after a long and difficult road, which is shady. And it was really emotional. <laughs> for context, I'm, this is really important to me. For context, I'm still single, no boyfriend, and I want to get married too, but I'm not a pathology like she was. And so I said... Quote, unquote, I can't believe Jane will get married before me. She <laughs> said this at the party, y'all. She started crying and stormed out, and the evening was completely spoiled. I tried calling her this weekend, but she was hysterical and said that I didn't have to point out that she's so unlovable, and it's a miracle that she tricked someone into proposing. It's God. quite sad, but that's not what I meant. That's her own baggage. I apologized, but also suggested she should talk to her therapist about that reaction, and now she completely refuses to speak to me and won't answer my messages. A couple others in our friend group are on her side, while some have said that she's overreacting and will come around. Am I the asshole? Yes. So before I offer my commentary, okay, I'm going to give y'all the floor, <laughs> and then we're going to go ahead and take her ass down to the floor. But y'all go ahead first. I mean, it's tricky because... You know when you're really tight with someone, y'all can have a type of banter 
you know, like about shit like that. And it can be funny. But if you know she's sensitive to it, too, and this I think it's a time and a place situation. You can have the banter. You can be those kind of self-deprecating friends. Like, I always get on uh, Jade and Crystal because they have the most self-deprecating jokes. But I'll be like, yo, this is horrible to say. <laughs> but that's just, uh, they play and it's just like funny. But I think there's a time and a place. If this is like a celebration, you know, and you know how much it meant to her, leave that shit at the door. Just take this time to celebrate your friends, it's important to her, and, and it should just be all good energy up in there. It's a big day that means a lot to her, and that should be the focal point, not whether you're getting married or who did it first. Time and a place. I think jokes are jokes, but there's a time and a place. And she's an asshole. Asante. <laughs> <laughs> your reaction is killing me right now. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm just dying to know what you're going to say, but I agree. I'm sorry. She's the asshole... The girl been needed therapy, but now that she done flipped out on your ass, you decide that she want to say like, "Oh, damn!" Like, what? Like, like, girl, you know you need therapies, and now that she's not talking to your ass, you're wondering why she's needed therapy when she's been doing these self-deprecating jokes and all that all this time. She's been obsessing, "What was me?" So now that she finally found someone, yes, she still needs therapy. But by you saying that to her now because she didn't got mad at your ass, it's like it's not gonna help the situation. So that's why it's like. You can't be like, am I the asshole for just telling her like it is? Like, you should have been told her like it is. You just mad now that she didn't woe is meet her way into a relationship and you can't figure out, I guess, what your personal chemistry is to get you into a relationship that might not even be satisfying. So, she's the asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's also a bitch, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> because, first of all, you you jealous as fuck. You already yes. jealous. You started off by telling us you know her super well and that, you know, we always reassured her that she wasn't going to die alone. And blah, blah, blah. you never thought that this girl who you you felt, she probably, mind you, we talking about a grown-ass woman. She probably been fucking this whole time and just ain't told you because she doesn't trust you and she knows that she can't because she has been your friend for a while. And you've been, it's been cute all this time. Oh, no. No, you're gonna find somebody, blah, blah, blah. No, you need to get therapy, blah, blah, blah. Because you really thought that you had life figured out for her and that she was not gonna have somebody and something was wrong with her. And you had assumed uh uh this this or this false sense of dominance over her and the friendship as if things go right for you, but not her, and you're still gonna be her friend anyway, blah, blah, blah. Then surprise, surprise, she put a little lipstick on and, and you know, brushed that bang out and went out there and got a man, okay? <laughs> She got her a motherfucking partner and you out celebrating her. Your job, part of the fun of being a, somebody's friend is amplifying moments of recognition and acknowledgement for them, cool. right? So if your friend, when when thing, good things happen for us, we, we're the type of people to be humble about it and really be caught up in the moment of gratitude because you, you know how hard you've worked for certain things or, or how much of an effort this girl has probably made to try to date and really put herself in uncomfortable situations to try to make connections with people and shit and now she's finally you know reaping the benefits of that your job as a friend when your friend is in that position you amplify that shit nah fuck that you did that let's go do this let's let's go you know turn it all the way up let's go party let's congratulate let's make it the biggest deal we can and focus as much as we can on the positive aspects that validate you as my friend. That's what the fuck you're supposed to do. Yep. But, bitch, you showed your true colors when you said things to her like, oh, well, no, she, you tripping. I, I didn't say that to you. That's your, that's her baggage, you know, that's got that. And I told her I apologize, but maybe she needs to 
talk to therapy. And gaslighting her, talking about you need to go to therapy. Gaslighting her, cool. being negative, being jealous, being hateful. You, what has happened is God didn't cut these cut the grass so she could see the snakes, which is you, bitch. <laughs> and now that that you're showing your true colors and reacting to this good news from her, she don't. I hope she don't want nothing to do with you. I'm glad she's not answering your messages and all your other friends. The real ones have recognized because you see, she says some of the friend group is on the girl side because you wrong as fuck. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve to be a part of her special day. You ain't shit for bringing that negative energy to her. And you you better be careful because when people feel like life is going good them the first people that'll beat your ass because they they are happy and in a state of euphoria and when you interrupt that with your bullshit it's that much more noticeable and it makes people have that much more of an adversarial reaction you see she ran out crying y'all been joking on her all these years and talking all this shit for years and she always was able to laugh it off but you see it affected her this time this is fucked up yeah it is and i say get your sister on her yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i think um certain you have seen some people keep uh, people that they feel mm-hmm. are inferior to them around them just to make themselves feel better. And I think this kind of fucked her up because she was happy as long as her friend didn't have more than was her. Right. Didn't have more than her, wasn't feeling better than her, and wasn't like... Um, it, you know what it reminds me of on the the binge when we were talking about White Lotus? Remember with mm-hmm. Paula and mm-hmm. Olivia where with, we were just mm-hmm. so confused? Like, what kind of friendship is this where she's happy as long as Paula has less than her? And mm-hmm. it's kind of that same dynamic of, like, I'm cool as long as you don't surpass me in any realm of life. And that's weird. I can't even imagine that because I, the way we are with our friend group, it's like we're constantly like, here, step on my back if you need to, to get to wherever you're getting. Right. And then we just step on each other. It's just like this constant building of each other in whatever capacity we can. So I cannot imagine viewing my friends in competition. That is just... I'm not wired that way. It's never been me. I'm never not wired that way. Like I can't even imagine. I have my grandmother was like that. Rest in peace. <laughs> she was very competitive. Even not the one that recently passed, but my mom's mom mm-hmm. was very competitive with us, which is so weird. Like our bodies and clothes and fashion and who's this and who's that. And I wow. used to look at her like, yo, you're a grandma. Like, right. what are you doing? <laughs> I shouldn't be competing with you. Some y'all people just have it. Sensitive. That's why even when <laughs> right. you was talking about like, you know, Crystal and y'all joking all dark. When some of y'all be joking darkly, like <laughs> I Sometimes know the dark it side. Sometimes so you be like, oh. So, look, <laughs> I be I be sitting there and I just being like, look, you can't be doing that. Like even though I know right. it's a joke or whatever, I I don't like doing the whole like, oh, well, we just gonna be dark right now because <laughs> I like because I, I know that there is a line and I know people sometimes are just joking to the line, but then I yeah. also know sometimes people are might be testing the line to see like how far we could go or whatever. So even though I know that a lot of the time my friends are never really trying to say like, uh, I'm ready to like up and leave shit for real. Like I still be sitting there thinking like like, all right, well we didn't have this joke, but if you ever anything you know right. let, like, let me know for real because right. we're not gonna yeah. have no like so to hear her up here talking about yeah we always joked about her being single like t- to hear that this person internalized well this bitch gonna be single all the time so and i don't have to worry alone. about her imagine and then now you, that she heard imagine you telling your friend yeah you're gonna die alone what Old girl done go- went on Raya and came up and found her a Shane and is about to get married. <laughs> and you sitting up here telling her she don't deserve none of that just because you thought she was going to be somewhere? Like who, do you, like, who do you think you are? Why do you think you have the right to say any of that to anybody? She's the asshole. And people bond in misery, too. That's the other thing where we all feel like shit. 
And as long as we all are in shit together, everyone's cool. But then the one person that decides they want different, then shit starts shifting. I've definitely that been ain't a, no real friend. Yeah, I've definitely when I was younger been a part of a friend group like that where it was like we was all fucked up, so it was cool. But then the one that want to stop partying and want to kind of get shit together, it was like, ah, bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I don't you think you better than us. I don't play right. that. You think you better than us. You got clarity now. Right, so, right. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you think you You can't heal? have access to me and my personal uh, information and, and things about my life. You can't have access to me if I don't trust you on that level. And there I don't hang go. out with people who are, who are jealous and competitive like that. And I literally it feels weird. don't have. It's not a part of my makeup. If mm-hmm. I, pe- even strangers, I don't even know. I'll be happy for their success. But my niggas, like people that I'm close to, I, I want nothing more than for them to thrive in whatever thriving looks like for them. Not mm-hmm. according to my track, not according to what I want for them or think is best. But if they're fucking happy, that's my friend that I like. Because when me and my friend's happy, we have us a good goddamn time. Hell yeah. And that, that, that is what's most important. And I just... Have never. This is a a, a, a sore spot for me because I hate haters and I can't stand like sneaky ass people, you know, around you that's really not for you. Yeah. I I, I just I detest that. So she need her ass beat and I, <laughs> and I don't care either. <laughs> All right, next up, y'all. I think this one might make y'all mad too, but whatever. Oh God. This one is the headline is titled "Am I the asshole for refusing to let an artist whose designs I used promote their work on my page?" Mm. Let the mess roll, y'all. Uh-oh. Here we go. It says, so I'm in the business of selling custom and esoteric T-shirts online through my website and Instagram page. Uh, I have a weird rule, though. I personally hate having names on my clothing, so I don't sign my name on any of the designs because I think the clothes shouldn't be an advertising tool since they're not my property anymore. That's real. I respect that. It's see that that didn't make no damn sense to me. So this is why I'm glad we have three Might be different artistic people to choice, take this so. in. Yeah, right. you know. Okay. <laughs> so she said it's fine because I do most of the artwork myself, but I was slammed with orders a couple months back, so I couldn't have time to work on more original designs since I had a lot of custom work to do. I decided to buy the design so that I could relive some of the burden. Could relieve, excuse me, because she ain't spell it right, bitch. So that I could relieve <laughs> some of the burden. I found a young artist whose designs I liked and told her the kind of designs and drawings that I wanted from her. I told her about my rule and that she couldn't sign her designs and asked her if she was okay with it. I told her I would be purchasing these designs, not licensing them from her, and that they'd be my property from then on. I offered to pay a premium as well. I told her it was okay if she didn't want to do it and I could find someone else. So it's been all good, and the T-shirts with her designs have been selling quite well. I haven't released all of them yet, and I released them batch by batch, which is redundant, but whatever. Under my most recent batch of photos, I'm tired of her saying batch, too. Under my most recent batch of photos that I uploaded, I found her commenting, saying that she designed this T-shirt and to check out her page where she's selling more of these designs, and she has started taking custom orders for tees. I deleted the comments and then uh-huh. contacted her. I contacted her. See, now, y'all was wondering why I felt yeah, like that, but now no, you see. come on now. Not deleting I deleted the comments, contacted her, and told her that she should not be commenting on my page since these weren't her designs anymore and that I had purchased them from her so they were now mine. Mm-hmm. She got mad and told me she still did the design and had a right to promote herself using them. Exactly. I told her to stop. 
and that I'd be suing her if I found her claiming to own these designs in the future. Quote, uh, and she wrote in parentheses, we have a contract. She's basically promoting herself using my business, and she's a direct competitor but quite small scale. So I think I'm in the right here. But am I the asshole? People seem to be concerned about the age. So to be transparent, she's 23 and I'm 28. Hmm. What do you guys think? Okay. I don't even know. Yeah, this please, friends, start it's me It's tricky. Out. Okay. This one's right. tricky because I they told you I was about to get messy. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. They have a point in the sense that there's an understanding of the boundaries. You know, everything was made clear. It was very clear communication. I'm buying these. I'm not licensing them. You know, I'm not putting your name on it. This is why here's a contract, meaning you understand, I understand, we're agreeing, consenting to this business setup. And then the person is, I think, respecting the boundaries because it's not like they were in the comments being like, tag me, this is my fucking work, you're stealing my shit. They're just like, hey, everyone. I'm actually the one who made this. And if you'd like more of my work. And I think Dustin always says the comments are kind of out of our control. That's where people can kind of interact with the work as they see fit. And she has the right, I think, to leave a comment and say what she wants. Because I don't see how that's a breach of contract. She's not like, you know, putting him in the hot seat saying he didn't pay her or something. Or they, because I don't think it was gendered but so it's tricky because it's like i can see how the person would be annoyed because it's like bro i bought these from you you can't use my comment section to promote but the comment section is kind of off limits you know it's like there's nothing there's not a real boundary being crossed i don't know this one's tricky to me i think they're both in the right like both can be true in a weird way yeah it's just a miscommunication because he they also didn't tell her that so she didn't do anything that he didn't say you know he didn't say and don't leave comments <laughs> saying please go back to my shop so that wasn't communicated i don't know i'm torn on this one because they're both in the right they are both in the right but that almost makes me want to say that the person uh the, the 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 person that wrote this sent this in that they are the asshole because it's like you put yourself in the situation by not being clear and it's almost like like you know if they really wanted to cover their ass they would have been at, you know as clear as they were about not putting names on stuff they should have been clear about how I guess they want to allude that they've done it all because I feel like right. that's what they're trying to say they're exactly. trying to make it seem like they've done this whole thing mm -hmm. and that was why they were saying don't put your name on it but they should have been clearer or more concise with how they were going to plan this whole I'm going to steal your work but but I'm not stealing because I paid for it so I don't even want to say steal I guess they they know good they know that they were trying to take credit for this person's work that's why they were trying to remove the comments so they right. are the fucking asshole <laughs> like I was I was almost about to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like you know they covered their base they had the, the contract right. and all that yep. but it's like where that little gray area was where this person was like oh well you know I couldn't put my name off for credit but I can still put in the comments like yeah. hey y'all look at my shit and then they were like oh no this is this is I paid for this this is my shit it's like yeah you paid for it but you still work with someone else so you needed to make sure that they were either on the same 
page or they had the same intent as far as what you were going to do. But okay, cool. You know what? I'm going to sell you these designs. I'm getting my feet wet anyway. I don't, I could be the ghost writer behind it, whatever. Like they weren't clear on that. So you're right, friend. I feel like they both were correct in how they feel. And I just feel like the person that started this is the asshole because they didn't cover their bases all the way like they was trying to. And they should take this as a learning so. lesson. If you take your loss on this one do not delete her comments and then moving forward remember to amend add the new this contracts. exactly <laughs> amend the contract add this to the contract so that the person the artist is fully aware and now you know where you kind of like asante said you might have had left a gray area now you know very clearly and don't leave comments or make them sign an nda you know make it bulletproof that's how you learn in business. You just kind of got to take some L's sometimes. But I do agree with you, Asante, that they're the asshole. You deleting comments and shit. She did draw it. <laughs> like, what oh my the God. fuck? <laughs> this a bunch of ghetto-ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. This is some ghetto-ass shit. First of all, you ain't doing, you ain't got, you think you got your business tight and there's a contract. What kind of contract is it? Uh, will you, do you like me? Circle one, yes, no. Like, what is the contract? This is the, this is the most loose. First of all, there's a lot of ego involved here. Yes. Because if you pay attention to the verbiage, that's why I was looking at this. If you pay attention to the verbiage um, that the person who wrote it used, they said, uh, where is it right here? Coming off off, where is it? Uh, she's basically promoting herself using my business and she's a direct competitor but quite small scale right that's right. a whole lot of ego and shit involved and if you really uh see see yourself as this big entity in the you know then it wouldn't matter uh market or whatever why matter. did you buy the signs from your competitor tighten like, your shit up hello. tighten your shit up you know what i'm saying you like you guys just said and suggested she should have had or the person rather should have had this itemized in the mm -hmm. contract between them and it should have been clear what's going on i'm not i'm not highlight this is not a collaboration mm -hmm. okay i'm literally purchasing something from you to use for my product and that should be broken down in the contract which means you can't do these things since that's how you want to run your shit right. now right. to me it's bad business you should wrap your arm around the average the artist and design some sort of collaborative moment which is more attractive to users they have a it, it opens up the options that, that we have the things that we may desire you just want the credit that's what this sounds for. You just want everybody to think that anything goes over here is because of you. It's all you. Mm -hmm. And you're you're salty and talking about they trying they're a direct competitor. Why are you buying designs from a direct competitor? People have started to think that they understand two things and it drives me crazy. Everybody thinks they're a television producer right now, and everybody <laughs> thinks that they are literally a business mogul. You don't understand mm -hmm. either they're, those are industries with with um, specific discipline and, and ways of learning, you know, the way that the end those industries work. You can't just do it. You know what right. I'm saying? And then assume that you have an understanding of this space because you don't. And you end up in situations like this. As I was reading these, selecting these for tonight, I was getting pissed off because of <laughs> shit like this. Everybody thinks they know every goddamn thing and they don't know shit. The girl who's or the person I keep saying the girl because I whatever it said it was a girl, but I'm trying to keep this thing, Neutral, you know, yeah. as anonymous as possible. But like 
to me, like I said, it's just a bunch of ego bruising, and that's disgusting to me. That's not good business. Do better business. And if the person who sold the design to that to this entity needs to create their own, you know, contract model so that when they do sell or license these designs to people, which right, never that's sell. a big difference, Always by the license. way, license. Yeah, um, they can keep getting so that coin. That's my thing. Just learn the business. Sit, people need to sit the fuck down. And learn whatever it is that they say they're going to take on before they start doing it. Mm -hmm. Because you run into a lot less problems. And think about how to make it sustainable. Like, it's not sustainable that you're doing some sort of unfair contracts where you're taking people's work and you're saying, hey, since I paid for it, you can't do X, Y, and Z. Say, you know, by you not putting your name on here, you know, you get X, Y, and Z. You come back uh, once a a year for a collection or something. Make it to where people are like, well, damn, you know, like, at least this is a come up. Like, they have eyes on it. They have good quality. All I got to do is design. Like, make people want to say, I want to come work with you. Don't say, don't turn people off in the process and not give a fuck just because you feel like you paid for whatever. Like, what are you doing? And what an exploitation. Like, Jesus, I hate business models like that. Like, why not just collaborate with these artists? It is their work at the end of the day. You're you're still going to make money. You know, you can both make money. It's just strange to me. It's like, then they're talking about, oh, I got slammed, so I had to outsource. Okay, well, then be slammed because clearly your work is that great that you're slammed and then create a collaborative sector of your brand that brings in other artists that help when you're slammed it doesn't mean you have to own their fucking property it's just like but that's that capitalist mentality and don't get me wrong there's uh systems within capitalism that obviously we play into because we're business people we're making money you know but it's still that exploitation aspect of it that always fucking gets me because it's like you don't have to do that to make money you really don't. You don't have to do that. I don't get it, and I hate it. It's so American. Well, it's not even American. It's global, but damn it. Some will learn the hard way. Yeah, man. What the fuck? Well, fuck that bitch. I'm going to move on <laughs> to the next one. Here we go. <laughs> okay, here's a here's a funny one. I shouldn't say funny, but whatever. <laughs> it says, am I the asshole for throwing away my pad at an acquaintance's house? Throw away because I'm sorry I'm embarrassed. Throwing away your what? Throw away a pad at an acquaintance's house. Oh, okay. okay. Pad. So they say, I met a dude on Tinder a few weeks ago and we seemed to really hit it off. We had a lot of the same hobbies and I felt a spark between us that I'm sure he felt too. After we got past the talking phase, we decided to meet at his house for coffee. Um, damn, okay, here it is. We decided to meet at his house for coffee. It was great when I arrived. We talked loads and even held hands. However, I was on the third day of my period, and after a couple hours, I needed to change my pad. I asked for the bathroom, and he directs me to it. After I finished changing, I noticed his trash can is pretty full. Not sure what do I do to wrap it in toilet paper or smooth it out in the trash can, but it's clearly not going to sit on the edge. Or it's clearly... I guess she meant it's clearly going to end up sitting on the edge. Okay. So she says, we hang out for an hour. We hang out for about an hour or more, and he excuses himself to go to the bathroom. Uh-oh. A few minutes <laughs> pass by, and he comes out and says he needs to talk with me. Uh-oh. He says that I shouldn't have thrown away my pad because he might touch it when taking out the trash and that it was gross and unsanitary. Bro, Apparently, bro. he saw the trash that he saw that the trash looked different. Unwrapped the toilet paper. <gasps> See, why did you unwrap the toilet paper if it's in the trash? Like, I was wondering. I'm I was, like, did she I just was, throw it open? How the fuck did he? I was it? mortified 
I apologized profusely, and he seemed to take it well. He just told me not to do it again, and if I needed to, just walk a few blocks to a nearby grocery store to change. (gasps) I left after that, not thinking too much of it. (laughs) However, I've recounted the events to a few friends, and they think he is a major asshole. Absolutely. I'm not entirely sure. He was really kind about it and didn't seem to get angry, but I'm also starting to see their point, too. It's a normal body process for people with a uterus, and I agree, should be normal, more normalized. I'm just not sure what to think, and any judgment would be greatly appreciated. Am I the asshole for throwing my pad away at an acquaintance's house? Yes. <laughs> I don't think you're the asshole for throwing your pad out. Okay. Well, I why think well, so? it's a it's a natural bodily function. Um, what was she supposed to do? Keep it on wrap it and put it in her purse. Bring a Ziploc bag just in case. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just totally here's, kidding. Okay, here's what I would have done. I'm totally kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> here's what I would have done. I would have thrown it in the garbage, closed the garbage and tightened it, asked him if he had an extra bag because then I would have been very transparent. I just had to remove some of my menstrual stuff and I wanted to make sure to replace your bag and dispose of the garbage bag. If he has a trash chute in the hallway, go put it in the trash chute. I feel like that's a fair uh, balance, you know, where you're not leaving. And she, apparently the garbage was already in need of being changed. So I would have just done that. But also that's childish of him, in my opinion, to expect her to go to a bodega <laughs> to change or whatever that means because there's no bathroom in there that you can publicly use. Um, it's like, what kind of fucking elementary school shit is that? Where he's like, ew, grossed out. Do you not have women in your life? Do you not have sisters, moms, friends, people that menstruate? This is the first time in your entire being, in your existence, that you've seen someone's pad. It just seems very strange to me. I don't get that part. So I think there's ways she could have gone about it. I don't think she did anything wrong, personally. She wrapped it. It's not like she took it off, ripped it, and just threw it (laughs) open, bloody, hanging off the toilet. She dispose of it the way that we dispose of it. Close it, wrap it, you know. But I, if she felt weird about it, I would have just thrown the garbage out and switch his garbage. If it's someone you care about, you know. He's an asshole. Asante. He's childish. She is an asshole for <laughs> dating this man. <laughs> you are an asshole. That's the only reason I'm going to say she's an asshole because the fact that you had to sit down with someone like he was like I need to the fact that he fixed his mouth to be like I need to talk to you for a second mm-hmm. when he chose to go through the trash and unravel and all that like he did this to himself so sis you don't deserve someone this stupid would you want <laughs> to have sex with a man that would rather have sex with you after going to the bodega bathroom versus okay. him using the bathroom in his yes. house that he cleaned like there are just identifiers here that just women straight women pull pull your husbands and your 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 men's in like niggas grow up like women have these issues and you shouldn't make it harder on them at all like you you shouldn't say because if there's a dude out there listening like well she's like how i joke she should have had a ziploc bag or a grocery bag so she could dispose of it like women got enough to think about enough thing like they got to get the flats you know when in case the heels give in like there are too many other things that women have to think about so when they're slipping in one area you don't 
you don't point that out and be like, hey, girl, I need you to... Like, I thought she was going to be like, he's going to talk to me about my damn diet. Like, I, I thought she was <laughs> going to say something crazy like that. But for him to be as dumb to be like, uh, you need to not use my bathroom when you're going through whatever you're going through. It's like, what are you going to do if we live together? Like, I'm supposed to just... Like, are you going to be making enough money where you make sure we have multiple bathrooms? Like, where I have my own to go dispose of? Or, like, right. are you always going to be this childish? What are you going to do when the baby's born? Like, are you always going to be this, like, pussy? Like, no, get. girl. Get away from him. You're an asshole if you continue to date guys like this. And you're an asshole if you allow yourself to get gaslit like this, girl. You don't deserve this. Treat yourself better, beloved. Well, when That's she was saying that he said it really kindly, people can speak slow. People can, people can be terrible. People can and speak terribly, kind, but it's not the delivery. Terribly, terribly Listen nice. Listen to the message sometimes, because that is the dumbest shit ever. If a man ever, ever, I would laugh. And never that see makes him it again. even worse that he was so sweetly like dumb. Like, <laughs> first of all, okay, <laughs> don't be acting funny with me about shit. If you have me over your house, I'm a, I'm the person who I don't play that. Don't make me feel uncomfortable. Ooh, don't make me feel not. I won't at home. come don't back. Make me feel like I'm intruding on your space or whatever. Because you goddamn right, I won't come back, and you won't come at all. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. If someone is on their menstrual cycle and they're using a sanitary, uh, is it what is the right term? A napkin, for it? Is it a sanitary napkin, mm-hmm. a napkin. If they're using a napkin or whatever, like that's just how that works. Okay. Why number one? <laughs> number one. Why is your trash can full? Okay. Why you got a full fucking trash can in the bathroom when you got company coming over? Someone number you interested one. in. That means your bathroom is nasty, motherfucker. So that's the first conversation we need to have. Why I couldn't throw my shit away, you know what I'm saying? Because your bathroom is so fucking nasty. <laughs> Number two, what kind of... You know who been in and out your house and in and out your bathroom, okay? Why are you digging I through the trash like that trying to see what it was shit. or whatever? What were you looking for? That's nasty as fuck. First of all, because if it's in the bathroom trash... I, me, personally, if something is in a bathroom trash can... I'm pretty sure that's where it was intended to go because that's where it needs to be. I'm not putting my hands on it. You know, I lose no money in the bathroom is. trash. Like, you know, like there ain't Hello. nothing that I think I dropped in the bathroom trash. And un- and unraveling, unraveling something in Hello. the garbage. So then, I want to know what he was thinking. Right. She like threw what the out. fuck is what you think she doing? Leaving evidence or something? What kind of paranoid weirdo are you? <laughs> So then, you know what I'm saying? Then, uh, on top of that, you done brought your ass out the motherfucking bathroom after you dug through the garbage. You obviously know that that's something that is probably not the most comfortable thing to talk about for someone that's experiencing that at the time. You know what I mean? You see that it was wrapped up and covered. You know what I'm saying? Leave it alone. It's in the trash. Leave it there. Like, but you and you doing and saying whatever you said. I just think he's a complete asshole. He definitely is immature, a control freak, weird as fuck, and he ain't got no clean motherfucking bathroom. Mm -hmm. So before you try to make me uncomfortable and tell me childish and dirty, I gotta go uh, down the street to change my pad? No, motherfucker. You know what? I do gotta go down the street and I'm never coming back because your fucking bathroom was too nasty for me to be able to handle my business. (laughs) That's why. And I didn't hear the water running. You was in there for a long time and I ain't hear the water running after you went to the garbage bag, (laughs) dirty garbage trash hands. Now, <laughs> I can't stand that kind of dumbass shit, man. What an Super asshole! Dumb. I told you I was getting that, I was getting mad while listening to these. All right, so here we go. Let's move Being on with the next. We'll probably do one. about what two more, y'all, and then we'll move on to the rest of the segments. 
Um, one more perfect. For well, one look, more. here it is. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Am I the <laughs> asshole for not wanting my fiance's grandmother, a 98 year old female, at our wedding? My fiance Damn. is a 30 year old male, and I'm a 28 year old female. We're getting married next month. Everything is going great, but we've been having a serious argument about having his grandmother at our wedding. We've agreed not to have kids at our wedding as we want the reception to be a huge party for your adult friends and family with dancing, loud music, and an open bar. However, for precisely the same reasons that we don't want kids there, I don't want his elderly grandmother at our wedding either. I said she can come to the ceremony, but not the reception. It will be extremely loud. It will be extremely loud. All right, fuck your grandma. It'll be extremely loud, and I want it to be a party atmosphere, and she will be extremely out of place. For context, none of my grandparents are still alive, and he has his last living grandmother. Uh, this has caused a huge... Girl, that context just made it That didn't help you, fool. I'm like, no wonder you losing the argument. Anyway... She, they right. say this has caused Jesus a huge fight Christ. since she said she has since she said she has always dreamed about being at her grandson's wedding and he is her oldest <gasps> grandchild and she probably won't make it to the next family wedding. Damn. <laughs> this is why I said that she's more than welcome <laughs> at the work. ceremony, but she will just be too out of place at the reception. She and he both <gasps> insist that she will be fine and wants to go to the party. But I just know it will inevitably lead to us dealing with her and taking care of her. And I just want to get drunk and let loose with my <laughs> friends. She's now really upset and won't talk to me. And my fiance is also angry. I think I am within my right to make this request. I'm the bride after all. Am I the asshole? So what y'all think? You are the sociopath. <laughs> That's what I think. You Wait. are the evil. You are Wait. what the Fuck, that is the craziest shit. She's like, Your granny can't come. <laughs> he, <this laughs> Straight is, up. <laughs> this is his only grandparent. She might not make it to the next wedding, but she can't come because the music's going to be loud and I want to have fun. What the fuck? You're an asshole. At first, I thought she was saying he Honestly. didn't want his own grandma to come. Like, I, I, th- I thought that's where we was going to go. <laughs> but, girl, I'm sorry, girl. You've done this that's to you. That's wrong. I don't get it because here's the thing. <laughs> Most old people at weddings right. will leave early <laughs> if they have to. You know, like, they're adults. They can gauge. It's not like the grandparents. At least I've never experienced it. Maybe it has happened, obviously. Um, but most grandparents just leave early. They're not going to make you turn the music down or right. be mad because people are dancing. They understand the rituals of weddings, and it's I like it to... just is what it is. You don't, even me, I'd be leaving weddings when I'm too fucking tired. My feet hurt. It's too loud. I don't want to dance no more. I leave. I just <laughs> like, need to know what? what her vision is of her wedding because <laughs> she has to think the whole thing is going to be just lit and loud the entire time for her to be like, <laughs> she can't, like, no, because it's just going to be too loud. Like, there's not going to be a corner. She could, like, there's not going to be any place. For her, like, what, like, what is the vision where there is no place for the grandma? That's why I can't wrap my head around. First of all, low key, this would make me not want to marry you. Yeah. Is that weird? I would be so. This is my ninety-eight-year-old like, grandma, like, right? Fucking weirdo. Furthermore, this might what? be her last party. You know, I know the party say last call. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just might be last call. You know what I'm saying? Last call, y'all. So, but, but I, but you know, I just think that old people started partying. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you partying ain't no new okay. shit. Maybe she wants, you know, a flashback to them glory days. Maybe, you know, that's that's what she's thinking about. Maybe she <laughs> wants to feel good for a night. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, ain't nobody going to yeah. give her no molly or nothing. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make sure she, you know, we ain't, ain't, ain't nobody going <laughs> to wheel her too close to the speaker. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put her on the other side of the room, give her something <laughs> to eat on. You know what I'm saying? Leave one of your little cousins over there to keep her company. Okay. And just let her do like this. You know, people, okay. they sit in the, they be, you know, the older people sit at the reception and be like, <laughs> you know, that's all they do. That's it. That's all they do at the reception. Let her do that. Or they might stand and up get a and little jig in. You know what I'm saying? Whatever clap. the fuck. Them hips don't. The hips. <laughs> they, they wasn't lying. They don't lie now, and they wasn't lying in 1903 either. So I don't understand why she can't come to the goddamn party. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Let her live. And what's so wrong with weird. you, weird ass bitch? You better hope somebody want to bring your prop your old ass up at the party when you get old and can't wipe your ass and shit, and still want to hear some hear a tune, <laughs> a big tune. You know what I'm saying? You better hope somebody want to take care of you and bring you up in there. I think that's really rude. One of the best that's parts strange. about becoming an adult is. is being able to have an adult connection with your older relatives and them seeing you as an adult and yep. talking about grown-up adult shit that you normally would have had to keep a secret or whatever. That's the real gym getting. That's when you get the real advice. And it comes from being in those sort of environments where you're both adults in that space. And plus, it's a wedding. It's his grandmama. She wants to be there. Who are you to say no just because you want to dance? Because, bitch, you put my grandmama out of here. You going first. I tell you that much. Okay. okay. She's coming to the party. And then, and she mentioned not having grandparents. So I wonder, was she not she close jealous. to them? Like, Does she not have that connection? You throw my grandmama out of my way, yeah, you're like, going to be real so, close it, to them. I just had to pull it out first time this week. <laughs> I had to, you put my Here grandmama. We don't do that. That's it. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> But anyway, I thought it would be fun for us this week to get that, in other people's business. Yeah. No, this is good. I like when you skate. do the Reddit, the away, Reddit you know, forms. So shout out to that uh, Twitter account again. Follow it, A-I-T-A underscore online uh, for more stories like that when you need time to kill or just to escape from all of the, the when you're weary of the ways of the world, like Salon said, okay? This is the friend zone. I'm in the zone. And that's it, Mr. Music Man. What you got for us? Well, I know we, I don't know if we <laughs> talked about music last week. I, I feel like I talked about the Hip Hop Awards a little bit, but the Hip Hop Awards happened. Did I mention that last week? Well, uh, I don't, did you? I, men- I mentioned bits I and pieces remember. of it. We spoke so. about it. Okay, so the Hip Hop. The hip hop okay, awards yeah. did happen. I think I, we spoke about. Uh, well, I remember Big Lotto was there. Um, I'm talking about Big Lotto because I know people had issues with the the Big Energy video, and I like that song. I like the song, and I'm really feeling <laughs> bad, bitch. I could be your what issues? <laughs> I'm really. <laughs> I like that. What issues did uh, people have? They said have that her production it? looks like Doja Cat, and um, which I feel like it's fine if it if it looks similar. It's just good to see bitches doing well with big productions, whether it looks like somebody else's or not. I feel like they were doing different things, and they have way different sales. And it was cute to see Mulatto play in a different lane, but I didn't feel like she was swerving in Doja's at all. But I at see why. All. I see why one might think to compare that. That's their business. But I'm really feeling Lotto. I, I like how she continues to push her artistry and her performances. She's you know doing really well live. Uh, she performed at the BET. Uh, she 
performed at the BT Hip Hop Awards, which aired on October 5th. I missed the awards, but I've been seeing clips of everything because I remember last week, I believe, shout out Kid Ken. Kid Ken's up next. He is doing amazing. Also, Lakia, she's doing amazing. The two so amazing rappers. Uh, they were in the same cypher. Just wanted to shout them out. Also, Nelly, he did a medley. He had Jermaine Dupree and Paul Wall come out. That whole thing was lit. Paul Wall is still A1. I'm still, I still love Paul Wall. I don't care what anybody says. Um, so yeah, BT Awards, we talked about it. We ran it to the ground. I don't talk about it again. Um, any thoughts on the BT Hip Hop Awards that you all wanted to share? I love the performance. I didn't the Isaiah see Rashad them. performance. Yes. Um, with the girl Dolce. She's so dope. Mm. Like that, that performance Dolce. was, they did the damn thing. Now, that was an, a performance for me, you know, that stood out. I love that. Yeah. I gotta see it. I gotta yeah, see I have. I wanted to run the whole show back, but I've been watching like the, all the clips over and over again. Um, Isaiah Rashad was dope. I think Bia and Lil John that link up was dope. Um, just a lot of really cool things. Oh yeah, Bia. Listen, Bia has too. been out here a long time working, and the fact that she hit the stage looking like a whole lot of money and had Lil John do the cosign, <laughs> I just feel like a lot of cool concepts came full circle for her, and it was it was great to see that moment. I agree. I like Bia. I love the song, but I felt like she left something to be desired with her performance of Whole Lot of Money. She literally sat on a couch. She laid really? on the couch for the whole first part of the song and was doing like this. Like, it's a whole lot. Like of touch money. on her leg. Like just hitting her leg, laying there. It's a whole bu- for oh, literally shit. like oh, two no. and a half minutes to the point where I thought that, <laughs> honestly, I'm not even trying to be funny. I thought it was one of them situations like remembering Candy's. Um, was it Don't Think I'm Not video where she had broke her foot before the video and she couldn't do none of the choreo. So, like, the dancers oh, was moving around her and she was right. being still. And then afterwards she told that story. I really thought, like, well, maybe something happened to Bia. Like, maybe she's injured and that's why she's not moving around on the stage. But then, right. but then when Lil John came out, she jumped, she got up. So I was just like, damn, you know, and that's such a big record. It did so well, you know. And I actually also saw her perform that song live in L.A. before and she went the fuck in. It was a great, energetic, lively performance. So I don't know what happened, but I know that that was not how that was supposed to go. I, I, I feel very confident assuming that there was some issue of some sort. Because I know she didn't just sit her ass on that couch for the whole part of that song. Listen. I know that. I know it ain't go down like that. I, was this her her television debut? Like no. her first? Well, maybe. You know, she's it, it been on TV. Been. She no. was on Sister yeah. of the Hip Hop. Yeah, she's been on TV. She's done. I feel like some late night performances. I feel like she's worked the circuit, so she has a know how. What okay. I will say in regards to that, because am you know, I tripping, Asante? No, no. So I watched this with uh, Alexa and Latasha. Shout out to them. And Alexa literally I know she be- dissected. <laughs> Look, Alexa was literally like, <laughs> "I kid you not, be attached her leg like fifty six times. I counted before the." songs before the song starts and i sat there and watched her rub and tap her leg and i was like oh so you were that wasn't a joke like she really is finna just sit here alexa counted wow. the test i love you alexa lady first of all but she t- she counted the test <laughs> but what i will say is and this is no excuse for her but this is really more so a, a commentary for niggas there are plenty of niggas that will just get up there and half-ass do some shit and at least she looked like a whole lot of money because and i'm not saying this as an excuse there because i would have loved to see her get her ass up and even if she wasn't doing the cute one too if she had the girls doing the cute one too around her in better formations or whatever i would have appreciated but there have been niggas that have got up on that stage doing a whole lot less looking like less so the fact that she was just gonna if that was gonna be her flex i not necessarily the way i wanted it to go but i can see somebody saying you know what 
These niggas get up here every day and don't do shit. So, girl, if you want to just sit up here and sing your single and half-ass do it because you know it's hot, do that. It's just that it's disrespectful because you're on the BET stage, girl. It's like you here for the rest of us to see you with your whole lot of money. We want to see that whole lot of money while you dance and not you just laying there on it or with it. I just went you. to see Lil Baby and Lil Durk's uh, show. The oh, week before, I saw um, 21 Savage and J. Cole's show, right? Both were large, exciting stage productions. I was so surprised and pleasantly impressed by Lil Baby's stage selection, stage um, design. Uh, he had all female dancers that were doing full out choreo that he was a part of at different moments in the show. They would walk to the other side together. You know the, the thing that dancers and artists do. Like, yeah. and for a rapper, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for a rapper, that was like huge. And it just showed the effort yeah. um, and the money, the money really that QC the label put into his tour, pyrotechnics, smoke machines. We were thoroughly entertained. And so I just know that with a record that big, you know, she had a Nicki feature on the remix, like. But maybe she don't have that machine behind her to be able, because you got to be fair too. You know, he has a machine that can pay for these sets. Who's Somebody, paying for her set? Because when you see this performance, <laughs> you're going to see the elements were there. She just wasn't with it. Everything else was moving around her. The stage, the people. Okay. She, but she yeah. just wasn't aligning. She she definitely needed... Who, I, it very much felt like someone choreographed the whole set and she just came in and filled in the gap. Like, it was like, uh... Mm. So did they not, you know, direct you in any way or did you just opt out for that? Like, what happened? But yes... That was the BT yeah. Awards Redux. We don't talk about it no more. Um, now we're just going to get into the listens lately. Or, yeah, we're just going to... Songs to play, listens any. lately. You ain't been listening to nothing crazy? I know you've been in transition, friend. You've probably just been, you know... Right, that's something like... Anything old you've been feeling? Anything that's been on your heart heavy lately that you've just been revisiting? You can't get enough of? Actually, I take that back. PJ Morton dropped a really, really pretty ballad that I wanted because, you know, his ballads are always pretty. He dropped a new one called Please Don't Walk Away that I want to play. And this is how it goes. It's never gone this far. It's never been this bad. hits us with a beautiful ballad always sounds great well written and he's currently on tour of course at maroon five but it's always nice to amplify his solo beautiful. stuff so 
PJ Morton. If anyone right? ever gets the away. chance to see PJ live solo, go see him. You don't have to know. So if you good, right? The live if show. If you know killer. one song, it don't matter. If you don't know any of them, it don't matter. He's got a little bit of everything going and, and all of the musicality to add to it. See, see PJ live. Is that all from you, friend? You got another jam for That's us? It. That's right. it for me. Oh, you know what? Shout out to yeah. Khalees. Midnight Snacks. Dropped. And she Midnight got the video snacks. with it too. <laughs> Midnight yes, Snacks. Khalees is back. I just, I just love her and I'm yes. happy to see her back. So I, I love just have her to too. amplify and that. I am happy She's to so see beautiful. her back. Yep. Goals. Mm-hmm. Goals with that. Shout out to the gated community. Goals with her lifestyle. Okay, yes. So. <laughs> Did she come out with some cookware or something? I love Khalees. I might have to go yes. buy some of that stuff yes. in the kitchen. I think she has like spices oh, yeah. and yeah, and hair oil, skin Work. oil. Like she's doing it. She's doing the Woman holistic approach. So what about I'm you, Dustin it. Ross? What you got? Shout out to ESTG. This song is called Fifty Five Hundred Degrees with Lil Baby Forty Two Doug. If I ain't a young shiner, then what do you call that? Fucking niggas hoes, he mad, texting in all caps. Deep all day, lay a nigga down, weight cap. Overkill drill, spin at the building to wake up. I'll be on what I'm on if I ain't rapping. And really wasn't no stress until the members came back. Nigga shook, family know we ain't playing no more. Real trapper hit my dope like my hand was broke. He on Insta with all the smoke, but Carl saying he don't. Get you pistol with for some petty shit, your head be strong. Yeah, I heard your man's up. 60 day stretch without dying. Y'all got all that shit down except Yeah, so I love that. That's ESTG. Um, shout out to Tristan J's husband. We had a whole conversation about ESTG a couple weeks ago. We both feeling that ESTG shit. Shout out to Tristan. Um, also, uh, shout out to... Uh, damn, should I play that? I'm just going to leave it at that. Shout out to uh, ESTG. That's my music pick for the week. <laughs> also, I do want to give one shout out to Cash Down. She <laughs> dropped the video for um, Single and Happy featuring Eric Bellinger and Wale. It just came out yesterday, premiered on Facebook, hey. getting rave reviews. She looks stunningly beautiful in it. We get to see her baby bump and all the beautiful styling that the pregnant, uh, the beautiful stylings, you know, that they Aww. did. You know. That makes me happy. So shout out to KD. You know why that's so dope? Because you remember how back in the day you being pregnant had to be hidden? Mm, yes. And it was like viewed as such a like, you're going to fuck up your career and people would yes. lie and shit. They'd create video sets around you not seeing them pregnant. Like it was such a thing. So it's nice that, you know, that. Has and they working, you know, they're supporting artists. these artists, they, these female artists. As they, yeah, yeah, they can do it. it. And it's no, there's no yep, stigma. They can be moms and yep. be dope Shout artists. They're going to have a pretty yep. ass baby, too. Her, uh, to her fiance, her uh, her uh, partner and her are going to make a beautiful baby. So shout out to her. It's Cash Doll and Tracy T. Um, but yeah, that's it for me this week. All right. Well, um, Amber Mark released What It Is with a, a few other tracks on there. Oh. There's a, a bomb ass visualizer. She just she's Amber Mark has been perfect. So I hope that there's like a season where she is just everywhere all the time because she's beautiful and her voice is beautiful and she got a beautiful attitude just all around. So this song again is called What It Is.
that's Amber Mark doing her thing. Uh, I'm going to just leave it to Amber Mark because she is amazing and I can't wait for the actual videos to come out. But the visualizers are definitely a pleasure to watch. It's a pleasure to see people when they put money into all of their marketing appropriately. Visualizers are things that people want to... They When you just have music playing in the background, sometimes it's dope to look up at the TV and see something really awesome to go along with that. So shout out to you, Amber Mark. You're always hitting the mark. Um, also, really quickly, shout out to all the contestants on uh, The Voice. Ariana Grande is one of the newest judges on there, along with John Legend, um, Kelly Clarkson, and uh, oh my God, what's oh, the dude that be there? Say Kelly Blake. Price. <laughs> Blake Shelton. Oh my God. Blake Sheldon. Um, yes, they are having a season. That's how they I... found Kelly Price. She turned a chair around. That is. She's on Kelly Price. Not... <laughs> Kelly oh Price is on that missing persons list. <laughs> it's like, has anybody seen Kelly Price? <laughs> Boom. Oh All you see was that hand Stop. hit that button and the chair turned around. That would have been a hell of a marketing. I'd have been like, now y'all motherfuckers, I'm really watching this season. Oh, roll um, out. No. Kelly Clarkson is back again. <laughs> and I be, and honestly, now that we're on Kelly, Kelly Clarkson has the team to watch uh, so far. She's got a lot of talent on her team. So if you're watching that, if you're interested in that, that's there's a new season, please check it out. They just got past the uh, selection round. Now they're doing the head-to-heads and however, however else that goes. I haven't watched in seasons. I forgot the process. So learning it all over again. That's it for the Music Man segment. Dustin Ross, please take it away. Well, a few things. I know we haven't talked about Queen Sugar <laughs> well, on own in quite some time, right? Yeah, Charlie, Charlie, do it, do it. The, the, the sugar, <laughs> the meal, blue. Anyway, but you know, uh, Queen Sugar has been good. I'm not going to, it would take me way too long to catch everybody up on what's going I on. Me too, because it just, you know, life just got away from me. But uh, yeah, and then Borderlands, and it was just so much going on. But it's still such a good show, such a well-written, well-directed, and well-acted show. Um, and I, I caught an episode. Up. I caught actually the last two episodes, and um, it's still good. It's still got that magic that made us watch in the first place. And the storylines yeah. are so evolved now because, like, Micah's grown up, and just there's so many different things that are going on on this show. So catch up, check in with Queen Sugar if you can. Um, BMF on yeah. Stars, continue to watch that. They were renewed for season two. It's the Detroit story of the Black Mafia family, alleged. <laughs> watch it. Continue to watch BMF. <laughs> Um, also, uh, let me think what else is, yeah, they're going on a television that I can't remember, Francesca. Housewives of Potomac, you need to watch that as well. You have, for a deeper dive, you're more than welcome to join the Friends on Patreon, where we were talking about that this week, actually, on Morning Signs. Uh, so, you have to come to the gated community to get the real deep dive on Housewives of Potomac, (laughs) but it has been an amazing sixth season that a lot of people were, uh, had a bit of trepidation about before we entered it because of what happened last year. Uh, there has never been a season of Housewives like season five of uh, Potomac with the physical altercation between Monique and Candace and the the passionate op- opinions of the fans um, on both sides of that issue. So it's been interesting to see how they've been able to continue the show in Monique's absence and also have new um, exciting, you know, situations for us to be interested in. So definitely check that out, especially this last episode. It, the last three episodes of Potomac have been iconic, timeless, forever relevant reality television. The things that have happened, the, the natural happenstances that has been going on in this show has just been it's, it's amazing. So watch that. Um, watch The Mix on Fox Soul. Young, fresh panel talk show. Um, Fox Soul has all kinds of black-owned, black-led uh, content. 
Uh, we know Claudia Jordan has two really successful shows over there that are always making the news because of interesting sound bites that they had. Oh, shout out to Dineva. Funky Dineva. They actually I got picked you. up. Yes, shout out to our boy Funky Dineva. Shout out to Claudia Jordan. Shout out to Al Reynolds, too. They got picked up for a second day a week. So it used to just be TGIF on Fridays. Mm-hmm. They're on Wednesday what? and Fridays now. Shout out to them. Um, and probably going to get picked up for more. So that show is doing well. Cocktails with Queens with Claudia, Lisa Ray, Selena Johnson, and Vivica Fox is also uh, continues to get renewed. They celebrate anniversaries over there, um, birthdays. So it's just a good time at Fox Soul. But they have a young panel talk show called The Mix that has uh, my boy Anton Peoples is on there. Is Zanique. Jazz on there? Zanique Pullins is on there. Jazz Anderson, Tammy Romeo, and Kenny Anderson's daughter. Zanique. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiny's daughter. Uh, yeah, Tiny's daughter? Um, Jamie oh, cool. DuBose, James DuBose's daughter. She's another one of the hosts on there. But it's just a young POV on a lot of issues, and it's refreshing to see. I love watching young people do their damn thing, and I think it's necessary yeah. to give them a We had Teen Summit and all them other shows yeah. and shit. I'm glad that this generation, for those that are watching, and I encourage everybody to watch, I'm glad they, they have this something. tackle issues and encourage them to think deeper. Um, so oh, that's cool. I need check to out watch. the mix on I'm Fox curious. Soul. Um, and that's it for me on TV this week, you know, because all the other TV we're watching is on Netflix, honey, on Squid Game, which you can watch our binge recaps on on the Friends on Patreon account, www.patreon.com slash the Friends on Podcast. So that's where you can find that. <laughs> and that's it for me on TV Land this week. That's it for us. So as always, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Bye. Wipe from back to front till you don't see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bow, 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 bow.